Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome back to another Good Luck Charlie episode. If this is your first, welcome it's wonderful to have you here this is a place to be encouraged and inspired and to say your brokenness is welcome here but also let's daily reach our goals and try to be the version of ourselves that we want to be and that we believe will make us and the people around us happiest and most satisfied because we deserve a life that is rewarding and fulfilling and inspiring so that is what this podcast is all about. It's also about working out what do we want to do with our lives, um, working towards the best version of our future selves and who we are. And so, yes, welcome, 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 welcome. For most of you that I know you've been here before, so welcome back. Thanks for listening to my voice once again. Sorry you have to listen to my voice once again, but you obviously don't hate it too much and you are back. This is another episode where I just kind of chat and share the things I'm learning um, it's all going to be about working out what you want for your future, choosing love over fear, <laughs> Ooh. Um, realizing that what you want it can change and a whole range of other things. So I am excited to chat about all of that. But to begin with, and I haven't done this in a while, I am just going to give you the opportunity to think of a few things that you're grateful for because gratitude, there are so many scientific studies on it. Um, boosts your mental health but also your physical health it's just so good for you all around so I'm just gonna be silent for a few seconds don't fast forward don't skip it don't skip the silence but use the time to think of a few things that you are grateful for so yes think about it now Amazing. Some of the things I thought of was I am so grateful for good books and that's not necessarily rare or a new one, but they are just really good. I love books. I'm also grateful for people who are passionate about the things they do. I don't think there's anything more inspiring than someone who is super talented and works super hard in kind of a really niche area. Even like I know a lot of people I don't know when you see a reel and it's someone who's really, really good at drying flowers and it seems silly and so niche, but when you're just watching them talk about it and they're so passionate and they're so inspired and they just love it so much, it makes you inspired. And I'm really grateful for those moments and when people can excel in the field that they love and that they've chosen to invest time and energy in, it's just a really happy, warm thing. Also really grateful for coffee and yeah, maybe that's kind of a basic one, but I reckon it's basic for a reason. And that is something I was talking to about with my bosses about the other day. I was like, when someone goes, oh, that's so cliche or oh, that outfit, that bag, whatever is basic, I'm like the that's not an insult because the only reason it's basic is because or cliche is because it's true and because it's good. And so people use it and say it all the time. And they're like, you're just saying that because you're basic, which is true. I wear very basic clothing, but it's only basic because it's good and everyone likes it. So everybody gets it. And I don't know where I'm going with that, but basically don't let people offend you <laughs> for being basic. Um, and when someone says something, it has way more to do with them than it does to do with you most of the time. That was a little tangent. Anyway, something that I have shared 
multiple times throughout the school throughout the school year throughout the year is that it is okay if what you want changes. I think so often we cling to this idea of what we thought we wanted or who we thought we wanted to be or who our parents and our family thought we wanted to be and and that prohibits our growth almost more than anything else. So like for me, partway through the year, I realized that working super hard to get good, good grades didn't satisfy me, didn't fill me up, didn't make me feel happy or fulfilled or any of those things that I wanted for my life but I thought that I still needed to care for those things and I thought that I still needed to work hard towards my grades because it's what the old me would have wanted but in doing that I prohibited my growth for even more months than what I had to and so if you realize that what you want changes you don't have to continue to pursue and walk to work towards the things that you used to want because it's just not worth it and I think that'll just cause you even more pain in the future so it is okay if what you want changes and it is okay if your parents and your family or friends don't understand that it is okay to change it is okay to grow it's actually essential to change and essential to grow so just keep that in the back of your mind if there's something in your life right now that you're not sure if you should be doing or no longer want to do but you used to love it is okay to change it's okay to want to change you are constantly going to be evolving and adapting and you should be and so just allow yourself to grow and adapt and change with that natural flow of life I think so often we need to almost come back to nature and realize nature has seasons nature grows and adapts and changes and at the end of the day we are supposed to be um I believe at least a part of nature and working in harmony with nature and so part of that means that we should just adapt and grow and change with nature so I don't know just a little thought process and my friend a few years ago wrote me a card and said I just finished a meditation that talked about the seasons and how flowers can't always bloom and um, trees dig their roots deep before they grow and the moon takes a break one day each month and all of these things and she was like it really touched me and I think maybe it's something that you can adapt to as well like you're you're allowed to say no sometimes friends understand if you don't have the energy to hang out you're allowed to say no you're allowed to rest as well just like nature would so go easy on you take a break if and when you need it and actually before you need it as well so that you don't get yourself burnt out because that is obviously not ideal and something that I talked about on my Instagram stories was how it's important to act out of love not fear and again it's one of those things that almost sounds cliche but it is cliche because it's true and it's good and it's helpful and it's good advice and the more you think about it the more it can apply to so many different so many different situations so one that I was sharing and thinking and reflecting about earlier in the week is that I used to always save money because well I I convinced myself I was saving money for a good reason because it's smart to save it's responsible to save money and you're investing in your future and I don't need to spend it now but one day I will like I kept on saving it in case of a rainy day in case of a rainy day also I don't need it now I don't need to spend the money one day I will need it and all of those things is true but I was doing that from a fear mindset fear of what would happen if I spent money? What would happen if I don't have money? Also fear of not believing that I was worthy of spending money and worthy of buying myself things. And so once I realized that it was out of a fear mindset, not a love mindset, um, I, I changed that and I adapted that and I had to start getting more comfortable with spending money. 
The same, it goes for exercise. You want to exercise out of love for your body and love for wanting to make it the healthiest, strongest version of yourself, love for your lifestyle and wanting to have a healthy, comfortable lifestyle that makes you feel energized and capable, not out of fear of what people will think you look like or fear of what your body looks like or um, yeah, insecurity and those sorts of things. And I, it can be applied to so many different situations. And I put it on my story and asked if there were any other situations where people had felt it applied to their life. And one person said, um, instead of not asking questions because of fear in the classroom, I had to f- encourage myself to ask questions out of a love for learning. And it is the same thing. Act in love, not fear. And on the whole money aspect, someone said it's important to reward yourself and spend money on things that make you happy. Otherwise, what is the point in earning money and saving it if you never get to spend it? And that's what it was. I was like, I'm saving it for a rainy day, but I'm never even going to get to the rainy day now. So this is kind of dumb. And then I want to read a few things that I saw on an Instagram post straight after. It says, I let go of my fear of being at fault so that I can see that I can be both good and imperfect. I let go of my fear of being exposed so that I can start showing up as my authentic self. I let go of my fear of missing out so that I don't miss out on myself. So just a few different examples of ways and situations where thinking about acting out of love over fear applies and is really important. Think about different ways that applies in your life or different areas where you are acting out of fear, not love. I think you'll be surprised at how many areas there are. Yikes. And on a similar note to that, I read a Bible verse the other day that I loved a few years ago, but I'd forgotten about. And it simply just says, love strengthens when a fault is forgiven. Um, And I don't know exactly how that ties in or what I was thinking about in that moment. And I wrote it down that I wanted to talk about today. And I I don't exactly know why, but maybe just one of you needs to hear that. And I, I think it is true. And I've seen this in my own life a little bit recently that when hardships occur, if you can work through them together, you end up stronger and closer, especially if you forgive that person and and you use that as an opportunity to get to know them even better. So love strengthens when a fault is forgiven. Something fun that was introduced to my life a few weeks ago, which my friends are already sick of hearing about, which is rude, um, is the number plate game. And it's not really a game. It's kind of just a self challenge, I guess. But you have to find a 000 number plate and then a 001, 002, 003, etc. And you, the goal is to get to 999 as fast as possible. So if you start at the same time as someone else, it can be a competition and a game in that sense. But one of my cousins introduced it to me and he's already on 300. So it's not really a competition, but it's a competition with myself and it keeps me entertained while I'm driving. I also play Spotto with myself. Anyway, But the moral of the story is, and the reason I wanted to share this today, is it's just the whole thing that what you look for, you will will find. And anyone I've told about the game, they say, nah, I swear I've never seen a triple zero number plate. Those don't exist. But the second you start looking, you see so many more of them. And now all of the time, I'm currently looking for a 007. I keep on seeing 008s and 006s and all the numbers that I don't need. And I'm paying attention to them way more than what I would have before. And it's the same. People say it all the time. And it's cliche, but it's cliche because it's true and because it's good. But what you look for, you will find. And that does not mean that 
You have to ignore the bad things. Like what you look for, you will find. So if you look for good, you will find a lot of good in the world and the people around you. And that, yeah, does not mean to ignore the bad or to ignore the warning signs and the red flags. But it does mean to just say, if you want more positives in your life, look for the positives. And But also make some changes if you need to as well. But what you look for, you will find. Something interesting that I've realized, especially since finishing school, is that you can know someone forever without actually knowing them. And that's not necessarily with my close friends, but I met up with someone throughout the week that I was a school captain with and we got along really well. And so I just wanted to have lunch with her. But as we were sitting and talking, we both kind of just looked at each other and we were like, wow, I knew none of this about you. Whoa, I've learned so much about you. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know your family was like that. I didn't know that you were an overthinker. I didn't know you were like, whoa, I didn't know you dated that guy. I didn't know any of this. And it's just was shocking to me that you can spend so much time with someone and think you know their personality but until you're really one-on-one asking the deep questions talking about the real stuff um, and intentionally spending time with them and getting to know them and their heart you can realize how little quality time you actually spent with that person throughout the year and we both kind of walked away from it being like we got along well but I, I didn't really think we would stay friends or be this close but you actually just told me so many things about yourself and I feel like I know you really well now and I know your heart and there's so much more to get to know about you and I really want to. And uh, so obviously one of my love languages is definitely quality time, which I think I've only realized recently. And I even realized that on schoolies, it was an ama- it was a really great week, a week away and I loved spending time with my friends and spending time on the beach. But I did realize that even though I had been surrounded by people all week, I hadn't had too many super intentional one-on-one or small group of people conversations. And I actually felt myself at the end of the week feeling like in some senses, I hadn't had too much human connection, even though I was surrounded by people and we were doing amazing and fun things. I hadn't really just sat down and connected with myself and connected one-on-one with that other person's heart. And so I almost walked away feeling like I hadn't spent time with people, that I hadn't connected with anyone, which was just really interesting for myself to realize and process and to understand that that's something that means more to me than what I had probably ever realized beforehand. And that just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean you're connecting with people. And just because you've known someone for forever or talked to them a ton doesn't mean you've ever really spoken to them. And I don't know if that makes sense or I don't necessarily know what the takeaway from that is, but I guess it is just again, being intentional. Sorry if you're sick of that word, Um, being intentional about your time. And so, yeah, just ask the deeper question. I remember Bob Ross is one of my favorite inspirational, encouraging speakers. You You should read his books, Love Does, Everybody Always. There's another one, Dream Big, a few others. He is amazing. And he is one of those people that just loves people so, so well. And he is inspiring and every possible way um so if I yeah he has a podcast as well called dream big but he was saying that uh, people always ask how are you and then what have you got on this week he goes but ask the third question ask the third question most people just ask two basic questions but ask the third question go a little bit deeper go that third level deeper and so I'm I always think about that I always remind myself ask the third question go a little bit deeper Okay, so I just want to talk about two more things. One is that 
you're never too young to start preparing for your life or for your family or for any of those things. I keep a list on my phone about different ideas I see that parents have or families have and even just this afternoon I wrote a little note as well about and I'll, I'll just read it to you. I said, when I'm older and live on my own slash with a family, I want to have weekly open invite dinners. I want everyone to know that the really household has dinners for anyone to come to every Monday night. If someone is new to the neighborhood, they should come along and meet people. If you are too tired to cook, come along and grab a free bite. Relax and unwind for a little bit. Bring along a plate if you feel like you can. Drop your kids off to play while you go and have a date night. If you're feeling sad, just come and sit and be in your sweatpants on the couch, surrounded by other people, but you don't have to talk to them. I want it to be a tradition that everyone everywhere knows every Monday night at the really household, anyone is welcome. It's just something that when I can do and when I have the ability to do that, I think it would be so beautiful and fulfill so many of the goals and the intentions that I have for my life and so many of the things that I've identified would make a successful life for me. I've said that being a community builder, a helper and an encourager would mean that I've had a successful life and those for sure allow me to be a community builder and an encourager and a helper. So I think that regardless of whatever day job I have would make me feel like I've had a successful and fulfilling and rewarding life and I don't want to forget that little idea. So if you have ever think of something like that, that you're like, oh, when I'm older, when I have a family, when I have a house, it would be amazing to do that. Write it down so you don't forget and then intentionally do that and make steps towards making that your own reality. And finally, I want to say that I have always had a word of the year. And if you've listened to many other episodes, I'm sure you've heard me mention them. I just think having a word of the year is a great way to set a bit of a goal, but I prefer to say intention for the year, a bit of an idea of where you want the year to go and something that you want to work on throughout the year. So in the past, my words have been intentional. And if you've listened to this episode, then you know that that word is now a huge part of my life. So intentional I've had before, faithful I've had before, and that was about making sure that my yes was a yes and my no was a no and that if I said I was going to do something, I'd do something and that I'm faithful to my friends even when times are hard and even when I don't want to. So and also it meant faithful to myself and yeah, doing what I say I'm going to do. I've also had the word believing and that meant I wanted to believe in God for the big things, believe in myself and my own ability and this year, the word was investment, and it was about preparing for my life after high school, investing in the podcast, a range of things like that. But this is all to say that I highly encourage you to start thinking about your 2022 word and something that might form a bit of a guideline for what you work on throughout the year and who you want to be and what your some of your aims and intentions are for the year. So to start to ask yourself, what do you need more of in life? Maybe you need peace or maybe maybe you need to be more grounded or maybe you need more calm or maybe you need to feel more free or more curious, any of these things. So ask yourself, what do I need in life? That might be a good answer. Or ask yourself, who do I want to be? Maybe you want to be faithful. Maybe you want to be confident. Maybe you want to be grounded or encouraging. And one of those could begin to shape what your word is. Or maybe just start to pay attention, look around, keep your ears open and your eyes open for words that continue to appear around the place. Maybe you'll keep on seeing the word kindness and that could be your focus for the year. Or maybe you keep on seeing the word 
boundaries and that could be your focus for the year. There are a lot of options. Sometimes I've heard, I know that people have done trust before. Trust, boundaries, happiness, grounded, freedom, peaceful, vulnerable is a really good word. There are just so many options. So maybe one of them triggered something, not triggered. Um, maybe one of them sparked your interest. So just all some good ideas. Anywho, anyway, that is honestly all for today's episode. Another kind of just short, sharp, sweet, simple one. Hope you have a few takeaways though, a few things to think about, a few things to mule over um, and that you continue or start to think about what your potential word for 2022 could be. If you want a little bit more information about the words of the years, you can go back and listen to the episodes called buzzwords. I think I have buzzword intentional, buzzword and vulnerable, and maybe one other one as well. There are a few episodes down though, so you'll have to scroll a little bit. But if that's something you're interested in, I definitely think you should go listen to that. Otherwise, you can send me a message on at goodluck underscore Charlie pod and we can chat about potential future words for 2022. But with all that being said, I hope you have a good week. I hope you learn something and live a little bit and love a lot of bit. And that is all. Start making steps towards the things that you always said and always hoped you would do because that is what makes life good. Anyway, uh, good luck, everybody. Good luck, Charlie. I hope you have a fabulous week. And bye, you guys. Good luck, Charlie.